William Ramirez here, back with another edition of the Take 5 podcast. Sitting beside me, the usual, the original, the one and only, Kayla Santana. Hey, everybody. But this time we got a little surprise for y'all. Sitting across from me, the dungeon master himself, my good friend, Nick Russell. Hey, what's up? Tell people a little bit about yourself, Nick. All right. I'm a student at Stan State. I'm a liberal studies major, so... You know, teaching is kind of going to be my thing. Uh, you know, MCU is like a big uh, fascination of a lot of ours. <laughs> so this is going to be fun to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So Nick revealed our topic for today. So we're going to be doing our top five favorite MCU movies. Precursor, I've seen every single one except for Thor Ragnarok. I haven't seen Thor either. Oh my gosh. Let me <laughs> tell you how much you guys are missing out. So I've heard. So I've heard. All right, so now that we got the formalities out of the way, we can get into our list. So, yeah. um, you want to you want to go first? Nope. Why don't you go first, Kayla? Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, I'll go first. Or wait, actually, no. Nick's our guest. Let Nick go. Oh first. yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I can go guess, first. Guess, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so, number five, I got a Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a hard slot to fill because I feel like there's a lot of. They, they just make movies. that, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it was a couple that I wanted to, like, switch out of my five. Yeah, on the cusp, yeah. yeah. For me, it was just Spider-Man was just, my bad. Uh, Spider-Man was just uh, something for me. It's, like, always been cool. All the way back to Tobey Maguire and then disappointed with Andrew Garfield. And yeah. You're wearing a Spider-Man pin right now. I know. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man for class president. <laughs> right, what's your number four? Uh, number four, I got uh, the OG Iron Man. Mm. OG Iron Man. That one was just, like, I was, like... 12 or so whenever i saw that movie and it was just like it was big you know blockbuster first first entry into the mcu mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of nostalgia there number three i got thor ragnarok there it is <laughs> you know that movie was just from the, the the visual effects to just like the montage of the cast and it valkyrie was fantastic hulk it was a side of hulk that we haven't seen before and it was it was wonderful to see it Number two, I got Infinity War. Mm. And I know a lot of people probably have this at like their number one MCU movie. You know, Infinity War was great. Are we are we spoilers in here or no spoilers? Yeah, we'll do spoilers. We'll do spoilers. Yeah, it's no. it's been like a, it's been a month, right? At least. Nah, it's no, been three weeks. They, weeks. This is just their three weeks. Week, yeah. We'll do week. we'll do spoilers. Yeah, it's fine. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Moving ahead, if you haven't seen Infinity War, turn this off, go watch it, mm-hmm. come back and listen to it later. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so Infinity War for me was just it was like such an epic team up and it was such it was such a well done movie with the team up the focus wasn't on one group of people too much it divvied it up wonderfully so everyone got their you know 5 seconds of fame in that movie and then number 1 cap 2 that movie holds such a special place in my heart just such a wonderful movie it was more than a comic book movie in my opinion wow um, a great story wow Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next. Yeah. Okay. So for my number five, I have the original Avengers, first one, and for my number four, I have Spider-Man: Homecoming, and my number three, I have Black Panther. My number two, I have Winter Soldier, and my number one, I have Guardians. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So for me, I have the Avengers at number five, the original one. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy one at four. Civil War at three, uh, Black Panther at two, and then Winter Soldier at one. Mm-hmm. See, Black Panther was such a great movie. And it, 
it's such a hard place to like place these movies. Uh-huh. So it's like just because like Black Panther is not in my top five, it's like it's so close. I think it's uh, all of them are really so close. Like some of them that I left off, they just like just no, really yeah. not made the list. Like if we did top ten, I mean it'd be really oh, yeah. easy, but for, yeah, top five is a little yeah, bit more of a for, challenge for me. Yeah, it was um, honestly like for me, I, I honestly like. It was a toss-up between Avengers and Iron Man One, and then I like Homecoming was like in the running a little bit, and even like I even considered putting Infinity War in there at one point. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I gotta have Infinity War in there. That's it's like, fresh in the mind. It's fresh it's in the right mind, there. fresh in the heart. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, such a great movie. Rest in peace, yeah. all the fallen soldiers of the MCU. <laughs> Basically, all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except Rocket, we yeah. still got we still got a little rabbit. So. Rest uh, in peace. What you mean, rest in peace? You know they're coming back. Hey, I didn't know you were a screenwriter for <laughs> Infinity War two over here. Oh my gosh, Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man number two is confirmed. You know he's coming back. Yeah, and that was kind of I was talking to some people after I saw it, and it was just the concept of that, like them revealing movies ahead of time, kind of spoiled Diminish it, it for Infinity War. It's, Diminished the effect and, it had, and it's it would be that it, it would it's like not in a way it's not their fault because it's just the way Marvel does things. That they like tell you ahead of time, hey, we're gonna have these movies coming out like 2019, 2020. You know, you gotta well, do that for money wise. Yeah, like. exactly. So, I, I, like at the same point, at the same time, like I understand, like, and I was one of the people who was like, that sucks, because that it really did take me out of like those deaths. But like at the same time, like from like a business standpoint, I understand it. Well, that's why they haven't released anything else that's confirmed or really slated to come out. Uh, I don't think there's anything past. Homecoming, they're yeah. not releasing anything, and that's why they're not going to be at Comic Con this year. They'll, they're com- not. They're not even going to Comic Con. R.I.P. Comic Con. That's a that's a dying industry. <laughs> no, no one's coming. No one's going to Comic Con this year. It's so brutal. But yeah, so okay, let's start off with our number fives. So me and you had the original Avengers, right? Yeah. And then you had I had Spider Man Homecoming. Homecoming. And so I let's had, talk about I had Spider Man Homecoming in my four. So let's talk about Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um. So came out this well twenty seventeen. Came out last summer. Yeah. Last summer, yeah. Um, what do you like? Where do you think it ranks in terms of Spider Man movies in general? Spider Man movies in general. Yeah. Ooh, this is a this is a heated debate for me. Because it's so heated. Okay. Well, I know that the big like the big like the everything everyone says is that the uh, original Spider Mans that they don't hold up. Uh, I just, I saw, okay. okay. I, I will say that the Spider Man one two three with Tobey Maguire. If you play them now, they do not hold up. I would say that. I watched you recently, like maybe a couple months ago. I mean, I just think it, it's between the costume design, yeah, and like some of the oh, the costume design for a Green well, Goblin is awful. <laughs> Let's get yeah, that out of the way. Like Robo Man, it looks stupid, and it's so too, it's so early two thousands is what yeah, it is. Where they and, had to do like the techno savvy, yeah, evil villain, yeah, because <laughs> it was like Y two K. But I I love the 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 costume design for a Doc Ock in part in, in two. Mm-hmm. The tr- just the trench coat with the, yeah, yeah. The trench coat the class, yeah, yeah. Those glasses. Tentacles. Yeah. yeah, he was. That was he's a good actor, though. Yeah, yeah. For that, uh, what's for that his role? name? Alfred Molina. Yeah, Alfred yeah. Molina. Yeah, he, great. he played that part. That's they why had, I, they had like like established like dudes playing those like Alfred Molina, say, like, Spider Man Two, and then uh, Defoe and yeah. Homecoming. Those are like oh, and Kevin Costner and Homecoming. Those two like oh. you got you you mix those two. Kevin Costner and Homecoming. Kev, is that Kevin I mean Costner? Kevin Co- uh, Air. Uh, what's his name? Uh, talking about Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. I Kevin was like Costner. Kevin Costner. Hey, he was, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Costner was in was in Homecoming. 
We just haven't Both seen like it. We just haven't seen it. Both like the what, 80s, 90s? <laughs> 80s, yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, 80s. Um, Do you definitely think he's a better Spider-Man? Like, he's the yeah. better... Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yeah. Okay. If you're going better Spider-Man... Yeah, I think... Tom Holland by a yeah. wide stretch. Yeah. I, I think, think so when you too. go back and you watch the other Spider-Mans, um, Tobey Maguire, he kind of just, like, is phoning it in a little bit. Like, I feel like he's not really, like... He's just one of those that's kind of like... Oh, okay. I don't. You know, he didn't like, play a good. No, Peter Parker. I don't think he's so much phoning it in as so much as that's just the kind of actor he is. Like, that's well, just, no, because I've seen okay. him in other movies. I and saw Sea Biscuit this weekend, and let me tell you, yeah, he was great. Sea Biscuit's great. So <laughs> that's why I'm saying, like, in this movie, he was just kind of like, I don't know, just I mean, I, I get like the sad things that happen in his life, but he was just so like. I feel like depressed in the way he talked all the time. He was just so sad. He's, I don't know. He's he wasn't a good Peter Parker. He's very, yeah. He's a good, yeah. good Spider-Man, I guess. But, you know, anybody yeah. can play a dude under a mask. I don't, uh-huh. I, I don't mean that, like, <laughs> like heavily. Like, yeah. Not anybody can play it. But, I mean, it's not that but hard. It's not, it's not like, as hard. As, yeah, being a Peter no, Parker. I, I, I still love those movies. No, like, they're, yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi. Um, but, that third but, you, you could probably have a podcast between a debate on Homecoming and Spider-Man and the 2 best, all in itself yeah. oh yeah people are like even even Homecoming and Spider-Man 1 like people argue mm. I, Spider-Man 2 is better yes. Spider-Man 2 is definitely was the better movie and the and villain's better too yeah the thing with Homecoming is I really I liked it I liked it but I feel like um, for me it was just one of those movies that I like could watch once and then I don't know, like I just didn't feel. Uh, like homecoming or two? Home, homecoming. Mm. I See, I, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Like when I walked out of the theater, like I was like, oh, I really liked it. And then I think we watched it a second time, and I was like, yeah, it's good. And then for a while, I kind of let it sit, and I was like, yeah, it's like it's fine, you know, it's it's good. But then the more and more I rethink about it, the more I, like seeing Tom Holland, I think I just enjoy him so much as a Spider Man and hit like just his like everything about him. And I thought it was great, and it was a great way to bring back Spider Man after the atrocity that was Andrew Garfield Spider Man. And they didn't like no one is asking for another Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like we had just gone that one, and everyone was kind of had a bitter taste in their mouth, and he came and brought it back in a great way. Now everybody loves Spider Man again. You know what I mean? I think. The movie was good too. I think casting somebody mm-hmm. young was a good yeah. move. Yeah, everyone yeah. else was like Tobey Maguire. Old. First, yeah, Tobey Maguire was like super. Like he looked like he was his thirties. Like he was in his thirties. <laughs> and then you got Andrew Garfield, who for so long played like the role of like teenager, well into his like twenties and everything. And, you know that never works out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but I mean, I think Homecoming overall, like it's a it's a, just a solid like movie. Like you could just throw that on and. It won't. It won't it, it's easier to sell Tom Holland, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. you know he's already what in his late teens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like that. It's that much easier. You know, you don't have to work up the whole. You know, you got to believe this is a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Act, you, know? you just believe it. Yeah. And he's he's really like unknown talent. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. they did a good job at. Honestly, yeah, I hadn't heard of him until I. Saw I, him. He, I was, he wasn't in really anything. He was in a movie with um, Chris Hemsworth. I forget the name of the movie though. But he, I was like, uh, he was based off of like Moby Dick or something like that. The movie. Okay. Oh, was it the in the heart of the sea? Yes, that's the heart name. Of the sea. It, was the, it was heart of the sea. Yeah, I've heard of that movie. Was, I like, wanted to watch it. Movie, I really you know? wanted, yeah. It was good. Cool, cool. All right, well, um, all right. So let's move on to um the Avengers, which we mm-hmm. both had as number five. I had Iron Man at number four. You had Iron Man at number four. Um, so the Avengers, like the first big, you know, this was the movie that. This is probably, the, like, at that time was the biggest event in, like, cinematic history. 
I and they I think they did a good job at building up to it and then having us have this Avengers movie. And I didn't I didn't feel like I was left like, oh, that's it, like that's the ending, you know what I mean? Like I felt like it like culminated to a very good movie and then like it had a good ending and I, it was just a I really liked that movie. My only deal with that movie was Caps corny old costume oh yeah cap looks funny oh, now my gosh. compared to what's the stuff he wears like even that he wore in like winter soldier so um civil war and then infinity war it's like so cheesy to look at now it's like like i would be real like that took away so much from me out of that movie like every time i rewatch that movie now i'm just like it's immersive breaking you know like it's not it's not authentic at all it just looks funny. It just it, looks funny. It looks funny on Yeah. The little weird hood thing that he has. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on. You guys are doing too much here. <laughs> and then another thing that bugged me was the, um, that what was still fresh in my mind was the whole uh, Bruce Banner recast from, oh, from the, from the Hulk. Did you like Ed Norton? No, I didn't like Ed oh. Norton, but I was just hesitant going into it. About uh, the whole, it was still like, it was just weird. It was immersive, you know, immersion breaking. For uh-huh. Me. I got you. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, which sucks. Cause you know, like, even though it's part of the MCU, that movie, it's still like not a Marvel property. It's not. It's, I, it, yeah. No, it is. It, well, uh, well, it's the. I mean, they, it's, they, part it's, of the it's a Marvel Studios. It's that part of the MCU. They don't own the distribution right. That's oh, that's is. what it is. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. And they can't make another solo movie. They so. could, but Universal would have the yeah. distribution rights. Yeah. Which, which, like, which they don't. They don't want to do because then they lose money. Um, but we don't. I don't think we really need another Hulk movie. I would like honest. another Hulk. I would like another. Hulk. I would like yeah. another. He has some great stories. I would. I would like. I know that they tried to do the Planet Hulk thing with Ragnarok, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not Planet Hulk. That didn't Hulk. do it justice at all. Yeah, it's that not was not a great Hulk. little comic series. So it'd be nice to. It'd be nice to see that on the big screen. I think that'd be a really interesting story. You don't think that it's too late though? Now that we're in like what we're gonna be in like phase for a Planet four, Hulk movie, or no, just like a Hulk it's movie too in general. Late now. That's what I'm saying. No, like, not for not for a Hulk movie in general. For Planet Hulk movie, it's too late. Not to mention like all the other. Uh, Hulk characters you have in there, like She Hulk is a great character. She Hulk would be cool. I think, yeah, that'd be. I think the Hulk just has this big old cast of people that we haven't really. A, and then you got well, you haven't tapped into really any of them, have you? You got Ross. Uh, then, Ross is in there, but you know they're never going to dip into Red Hulk because mm-hmm. Universal. Yeah, the good old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he will never get a as long as Universal holds those distribution rights, he won't get the story he deserves because mm-hmm. Red Hulk is another great character. He's just a little like like Thunderbolt Ross is just a guy now like yeah he's just a person he's just a, yeah. that just says things like he's just like a what's like like a like a like a head like like a freaking he's just like a figurehead know, for he's a government figure fig- yeah a government figure yeah which mm-hmm. sucks because he's so much more than that mm-hmm. in, the, in the comics and everything but for me avengers the original one was i think it just told a very good like narrative it 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 was it knew what it was, which was this big old team up movie, yep. and it played uh, really well to its strengths. And it like drove home that that point of like, which is what you have to do with team up movies, where it's like there's conflict, that conflict between like um, Iron Man and was it Cap? Yeah, it's bad bad team comp. Bad team comp, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, too many too many people that were many, used to yeah. being leaders. Yeah, too many egos. Team, you know, they were. They didn't know how to work business. together. Yeah. Yep. Which was which was really fun to see um, on the big screen, and just seeing the, like just the whole that 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 shot where like you see it everywhere now, where it's like they're just standing together. music. that when you see that, it's just like so iconic now. Um, so I think like it's just something that looking probably like 15, 20 years from now, we're gonna look back at it and be like, wow, like we have to be a part of that. 
Hey, uh, shawarma. A shawarma that that and the end credit scene, which was perfect too, like casually sitting about eating shawarma, eat destroyed shop. <laughs> just, yeah. the, half the city's done. Thousands of people have died. Let's get lunch. So let's move on to number four. Mm-hmm. So you're number four. Number three. You're number four, Iron Man. Oh, Iron my Man. number four mm-hmm. was Iron Man. So I didn't have it on my list. I didn't either, but I, I love the movie. That movie is a lot of nostalgia for me. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, 12-year-old, not too popular kid in like middle school. Whenever this movie came out, it was just cool to see like all the scientific Tony Starkness of it, you know? Uh, my main appeal for Iron Man is just like the wide variety of suits and how he's just a dude. So much like... Like Batman, kind of, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. another one of my top superheroes in general. Mm-hmm. Mm. The one, I don't like the villain in that movie so much. Yeah. As much as it was just Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. just totally sold that movie for me. Honestly, I don't even remember the villain's name. Uh, Ironmonger? Ironmonger. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember he was like, he wanted... Um, like he was part of Tony's like crew, right? Like his like business. Yeah. And then he kind of like goes rogue. Cause... He was like his dad's like business partner or something. Yeah. And then he wanted to use the arc technology to like wasn't do he... some bad thing. Wasn't he basically like kind of like a step in for his father a little bit, like his, or that he was that close to him? Was it? Yeah. Or no, yeah, okay, yeah. He was. I don't know how to say it. step in. Maybe kind of like a maybe like a business. Like, you know, coming to the business son in his dad's place, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he kind of is kind of manipulated. I think he was who manipulated the mind of Tony Stark's like weapons, weapons, weapons. And then he has that, you know, awakening while he's in the cave mm-hmm. with shrapnel in his chest. And he's just like, you no more weapons. And then whenever he comes back and uh, Iron Monger wants to use the arc technology for like weapons and everything, he's like, no way. Nope. Mm-hmm. And Iron Monger said, all right, bro, let's fight. There was such a short fight scene, too. That was another thing that was disappointing. Was that it was all this build-up to, like, this Obadiah Stane becoming Iron Monger. Yeah. And then, what, one rooftop battle and then caves in on him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which one was the Iron Man movie where um him and him and War Machine just, like, like tear cheeks? That was, a, <laughs> <laughs> that was Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Against all those, like, drones. That was, like, the fight machine we did. I mean, the, the fight scene we deserved. Yeah, and it wasn't even against the main villain yeah. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bunch of drones. But they were, like, like they were just, whip, like, whiplash, hand man, cannons. Like, and, like, uh, War Machine had the had the rockets coming out of his shoulders. I'm, like, what is And then he's, like, this is the, what do you say, the the, uh, the ex-wife or whatever? The little missile in his wrist? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a dud. <laughs> it was funny. Um, that was a good scene. Like shout out to Mickey Rourke for coming back up, but like <laughs> that was that was such a terrible villain. Yeah, another bad villain. Iron Man, I think, is known for its bad villains. Yeah, they don't have really anything. Yeah, I mean, like, like the Mandarin disappointment in Iron oh, Man. Oh yeah, that I was, was so, so disappointed. Like, why do that? I did all like the research on the Mandarin. I was like, oh man, this is like a cool villain, you know? Like he's like really like bad yeah. in all the like right ways with the rings and everything, and then it was just like. No, just Ben Kingsley playing an actor, dude. <laughs> oh, what, what, is it Trevor? Was it? <laughs> yeah, it's Trevor. I think something we also gotta like realize is that this movie, like, that they took a really big risk casting Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, as um, Iron one. Man was because he wasn't really well respected, mm-hmm, especially around that time. And this is like his redemption. Yep, his chance so. of redemption. Mm-hmm. And look how it turned out. Yeah, now he's playing Iron Man till he's till he literally dies. in the grave. Yep. Yeah. Um, what did you have? That one before? So my number four was Spider-Man: Homecoming. 
Homecoming. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we were so talking. What about, about your number four? My number four was Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think we all had oh, that. Oh, that's here. my number one. And you, had, you didn't have it. I didn't have Guardians. Uh-uh. Not that I didn't love Guardians of the Galaxy, but I feel like there's more memorable movies. What really? Did you have it? Yeah. I uh, mean, what oh, you, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. But what about your three? My number three? Uh-huh. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Well, you can talk about you it. Talk, I mean, we just don't really need to contribute. You can talk to us about it. Yeah. No, like, info that you guys can give. Yeah. Um, I think I've pretty much had it spoiled already, like, for me, all of it, so. It was just, I remember getting giddy in the theater seat, and our friend Sam was sitting, like, next to me, right? I remember turning to him throughout the entire movie, bugging him every time something cool happened. Because, <laughs> like, that's what MCU is to me. You know, like, I'm <laughs> almost 23 years old, right? And then I still go to these movies and I feel like a little kid. Uh-huh. Like how mm-hmm. I felt whenever I saw Iron Man for the first time, right? And it's just an incredible like feeling that's just been throughout. So just like the first scene in Ragnarok where Sorter is like her holding him in like the uh, the chain or whatever. Oh, we saw that. We, we've seen a little bit of it. Little and then we it? turned it off. The very yeah. first scene. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like turning and he's turning around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's <laughs> trying to button yeah. himself around. Just sets the tone for the entire movie. And then he's like, I'm going to break out. And then he breaks out. And then, gosh, like the only thing that tops that scene is the Infinity War scene. When him rocket and group breakthrough. Oh yeah, I, I like that they trans transitioned him, um, like his comedy and everything, over to Infinity War, and he kept that, you know, because a lot of like things that I've re- read and like heard is that like he's like the shining star of Infinity War, is like Chris, mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth and his like comedic mm-hmm. timing and everything all about that. He's a. Uh, they transitioned it. He was so serious in like the original Thor, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is the type of Thor we're gonna get, right? But they 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 turned him around so well with. Uh, and in Dark World, we don't really talk about that movie. But <laughs> we don't talk about really the other two. Oh my gosh. Three. Um, he comes out, and it's they've they've just mastered this humor, this like witty, dry humor where it's like, you know, he's an Asgardian. He doesn't get like Earth humor, you know, mm-hmm. where he's calling Rocket yeah. Rabbit, and it's just it translates well because mm-hmm. you can relate. Like you know, this guy's not human. He's Asgardian. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very, very mm-hmm. literal. And then, what else did I say? I said, uh, there's Hulk and Valkyrie. Great additions. The scenes with uh, Valkyrie walking out of the jet with her um, bottle of booze, tossing it aside, and then she's tasing, tasing Thor. She's just like, she's like this disillusioned Asgardian that doesn't know what she's worth anymore. Mm-hmm. So then whenever she finally was able to like redeem her a little bit, right? And she's able to come back and prove that, you know, Valkyrie's still here to fight, even though all of her sisters are dead. And then Kate Blanchett played a great villain in that movie. She did a what? Great villain. Oh, she did Hello, right? Yep. Yeah. Hello was great. Do you think that they're going to... Do you think she was supposed to be, like, death? Or do you think that they're ever going to bring, like, I'm pretty death? sure she's the MCU's version of death, death which, yeah. which we I, I think it now is cemented in the fact that we know Thanos... Is a way different character. Than well, yeah, he's not books. like he's not fighting or not trying to like impress death anymore. You know, yep. he's, he's, he has a whole different reason of why he's. And the fact that he cared about Gamora, which oh, yeah. he had no love in the in the book and the, the comics from what I at least in the Infinity mm-hmm. Gauntlet War series. I'm not sure. Secret Wars. Was there's it? two. Yeah. There's the Infinity War series and there's an Infinity Gauntlet series. Is that like? <laughs> I have no idea the difference between the two. Because... Mm-hmm. Shamingly, I, I don't read comic books as much as I should. Yeah, it's just honestly, it's, it's kind of expensive. It's an expensive hobby. Yeah, though. that's why I'm um, like whenever they tell you to 
just read the um, the compilation. <laughs> yeah. Of the uh, the books. That's what uh, that's what Sam does. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he buys those. Uh, the like nice the, thick yeah, ones. Yeah. The, yeah, the nice yeah. Thick ones. So okay, so I was listening to a podcast today, the the binge mode one, and they were talking about Infinity War, and they started talking about Thor and just how, so throughout Infinity War, they like no one wants to sacrifice anyone except Loki will like you know sacrifice himself, but and like so no one's like no we're not gonna sacrifice Vision you know blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. we're gonna try to save as much as we can, but they were saying that in the end of Thor how he like sacrifices. His entire uh, home. Exactly. That why just, did, didn't that translate into Infinity War? I think it wasn't. What I don't know it? if it was so much that as much as it was. It was Thor's. He could do that because it was his home. You know, mm-hmm. like what's mm-hmm. he gonna? He's not gonna give up someone else's home. That's not really mm-hmm. his place, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for him to do that. So it makes even though like Avengers are Earth Mightiest Heroes, but some of them aren't even from Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, where is it their place to, you know, mm-hmm. where that line is crossed and where it shouldn't be crossed? Mm-hmm. But that's a good good, good opinion to have on that is that, you know, why didn't that translate over? Or the fact that, like, they, well, the way that they said it is that, that he's really um, transitioned as a, like, character in the in the MCU and the Avengers, but he's, like, regressed also a little bit because then they were, he was like, oh, he was very firm and I don't need my weapon. And then, you know, Thanos, he's like, oh, maybe I do need my weapon, yep. you know? But Stormbreaker was a godly weapon. Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. Stormbreaker was everything. Mm-hmm. Very worthy of Thor, mm-hmm. in my opinion. More so than Mjolnir. Yeah. R.I.P. that. Delightful <laughs> hammer. I saw that part. Where mm-hmm. she, where where we she, all did. Yeah. It, was in the, it was in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That was... That was crazy. That was a crazy scene too. Caught it, bro. Like, it it's like because it's like the transition. You have death coming out of like her little portal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Green land all over. Odin just died, right? And you have Thor and Loki. Thor going wanting to go in guns of blaze and Loki being like... Mm. Mm-hmm. let's not let's do that let's chill out brother <laughs> but of course you know Thor got to throw the hammer anyways because he mm-hmm. is quite indulgent upon what he wants to do mm-hmm. and I think Thor Ragnarok is a good movie where he makes that full transition mm-hmm. over to like you know teenage you know superhero because you know, he's like old and as guardian years mm-hmm. but he finally comes to like that coming of age arc where he's like finally like full adult you know he has to be out for the people of Asgard because now they don't have a planet anymore yeah mm-hmm. And then Thanos wipes out half. <laughs> and then Thanos is like, you know what? Yeah, I don't have a planet. Y'all don't need to have people. Um, is... Thank God Valkyrie made it out of that. I'm hoping. Yeah, okay. So that was another thing I, like today, the Rooster Brothers said it was really, like, who made it that, like, wasn't in the movie. And, like, they say, like, Valkyrie, yeah, she made it. Or that, like, I don't know if it was, like, she for sure made it or that it's too spoilery to. I'm hoping say, she comes yeah. up in the next movie. Yeah. She probably will. Especially with the numbers depleted and everything. It would be a nice addition. Well, I mean, who are we missing? Yeah, man, we're missing Hawkeye. Lost, Hawkeye, Valkyrie. Um, That's it, right? Mm. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm probably forgetting something. I, know, there was something. <laughs> I feel like that's it. Like, I can't think of anything. That's all the, yeah. that's all the properties. Mm, yeah, I think so. Did you see those uh, that Gwyneth Paltrow? How she kind of people are thinking that she spoiled part of the next. Uh, what did she say? Movie. Said that her and Tony have a kid in the next movie. Oh really? That's pretty spoilery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I mean, saying, at least like, Tony st- just spoil it like by saying like years went by. At least Tony's still alive, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't spoil the fact that he's coming back. Well, that's because that's the big thing is like 
that they're saying is who's going to sacrifice themselves so that the other Avengers will come back. You know, if, if anybody, this is like, you got to remember, this is a very mushy Marvel. You know, there's not as many deaths by far as there being a comic book, but that's just, yeah. that's just Disney nerfing the heck out of it. <laughs> the restrictions. There are lines that I, I think no one in the production studios are going to be willing to cross with these Marvel movies. Death is a big one. That would please us, but won't please kids. The mass audience of what they're trying to yeah. appeal to. Kids. I think sometimes I forget. Like, I was just having a conversation um, with my professor today, and we were talking about, you know, that we wouldn't mind. Well, it was actually the Star Wars, that we wouldn't mind seeing all these other characters, like different new stories, but, you know, we also remember, like, the main audience, they have, not that they don't care, but that they're so focused on, like... They're big the, properties, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of smaller superheroes mm-hmm. that I would love to see in the MCU, but the just that they're Like Moon Knight? Show. Moon Knight's a big one. Moon Knight, exactly. Moon Knight's love a big Moon Knight. I would love to see a Moon Knight. Even just a Netflix series. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's exactly what I was thinking, was a Netflix series. He'd be great in a Netflix series. Moon Knight Netflix series, and then, like... um. Nova, the Nova Corps would be. I think I still think Nova should make a big screen appearance. I think so too. How, how important of a superhero he is. Nova's so cool. It's just like the MCU is like Green Lantern almost. Yep. Basically, that's what he is. Um. So Civil War, we all have that, right? I have it at three. I don't have I don't that at have all. It, honestly. Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> Civil War. Yeah. I have my like. I know everybody loves that movie, but I like have my little issues with it a little bit. I mean. Every movie has its things. Well, yeah. you just got to sit back and you say, you know what? It's a movie. Let's enjoy it. And that was Civil War. Yeah. Where it didn't make the top because there were so many things throughout it that it just kind of broke up the plot with me. Same thing with Infinity War, but Infinity War was just too epic of a movie to not make it. Infinity movie. War yeah. didn't let you. Infinity War didn't let you breathe to register the fact yep. that all these things yeah. were, weren't happening. But Civil War did. As I'm sitting through Civil War, I'm seeing these things. Mm-hmm. So why did you like it? Yeah, it does. I liked it just because I think. Okay, like I know, like the the grounds for them fighting is a little shaky, like the whole Sokovia Accords. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like, okay, like uh, like a rewrite. Yeah, <laughs> like hey, like it didn't feel. Like, it's not their fault that those things happened yeah. in New York and and then where. Um, well, they need something to break them up. So yeah, I know, I know. Like it, like obviously, like the event is Civil War, so they need something. And like okay, like that's kind of shaky. Um, but it just felt like a really shaky plot. Yeah. Like like that's your main cement of the plot. Wait, what? Well, it's in your top. It's in your. No, yeah, it's my number three. I love it because one, the action sequences are some are probably are literally the best. I think, in my opinion, the best in the MCU we've seen. The airport scene, not just that, but just the the fight with um Tony, Bucky, and and Steve. Um, the comic book parallels. Yeah, it's just so good, and it was just so well choreographed and everything. And I just think the dynamic between the characters is really interesting, and we get to see Spider Man for the first time, which is really fun. And the whole dynamic between him and Tony. Um, and then Black Panther comes in. We get to find out a little bit about Wakanda and everything. And it's just like... Do you think that they did like, Black Panther justice in the way that they brought him out? I think that... I, I don't think... like Okay, if I, your idea of giving him justice... Like the introduction of Wakanda yeah. and everything? Yeah, I, I, I think no. But I think that they just kind of... Again, it's just a product of... It, the it's MC- how they're shoehorning it. It's the MCU machine. It's the only way they can do it. Yeah. It's the only way they can do it. Just like... Because, you know, intro, you, you can't do, like, these long trilogies of introducing characters anymore because yeah. it's impossible. It doesn't work. You don't, you don't need the build-up Yeah, we don't need the origin stories, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, 
but like that didn't really bother me all that much like that he didn't get a proper intro um again it's like it's kind of just a product of who marvel is and um but yeah i think it's just everything about it just landed like really well for me and that's the thing with these movies is like i understand i, I kind of understand that like not everything's gonna make sense because usually it doesn't like Especially with the big that team. That movie was just too much of not making sense mm-hmm. to me. Uh, <laughs> just Baron Zemo. The, the big team. Awful. You didn't like him? No. Again, I, I just felt like he was just like a product. His motivations were weird. Yeah, it was kind of like out of nowhere almost yeah, a little like, bit. Oh, wow, your wife died. And then all of a sudden you have all these resources that nobody else has to like mm-hmm. <laughs> fund this like terrorist yeah. campaign and on the Avengers. This is like one person out of like all everybody okay, that's yeah. been affected. But if, you know? if we're going to get into that with Zemo, then we can get into that with Thanos too. Because if... Oh, if you're oh, comparing Zemo and Thanos. No no no, 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 no. The whole flaws. The flaws between their motives. Because with Thanos, his thing is like, okay, like I'm going to wipe off half the universe. But it's just like, if you have this glove that can do whatever you want, why don't you just create resources for everyone? What do you think is harder to do? Be- Make well, enough be- resources or kill half the people in the universe? Well, it doesn't it- matter because he has infinite power. Yeah, but you saw what it did to the Infinity Gauntlet, which is destroying half the people. Well, with okay, okay with the Infinity like Gauntlet, you're saying that he would do that with like the Reality Stone, right? Not just the Reality Stone, just like to, just to fund resources. To combine everything, yeah. Because yeah. like I know that they say like using the Reality Stone is like such a mind bender, or like that to actually like make instead of doing what Thanos did, which is just like oh like illusions, like actually cementing reality. It like takes I guess like a lot of willpower and a lot of like you have to be like super, you know, like you have to be trained in the mind. Yeah, that's some. Oh, I saw a YouTube video from a channel that I don't remember, so I can't give credit where it's due. But um, they were talking about how there's like multiple objects throughout the Marvel universe that are like uber powerful, and like some of them require tremendous amounts of willpower and mind strength mm-hmm. and physical strength to wield, while others are kind of you know cheap mm-hmm. gimmies. And the Infinity Gauntlet, I believe, is one of them where you have to be trained in order to do it. Because it's one thing, like you said, to just illusion tricks with the reality stone and another thing to completely change reality. So you have to be so focused on, like, what you want reality to be to then, like, send it out and then for it to actually, like, cement and then become reality. Like, you just have to be so focused and trained, yeah. So that, like, I don't know if he could technically, like do that you know what i mean it's just well, create why, all these resources why couldn't he because it's like they've implied that that thing is like infinitely powerful so like why if it's so easy not easy but if it's like it's the, powerful at the snap of the finger you can just wipe out a bunch of lives why because it's not so much the gauntlet doing mm-hmm. the work as it's, much as it is the uh-huh person. like you have like the resource it's just how you apply the. do resource. i think thanos yeah. didn't do it no i think he wiped out half the people and i think what we're gonna see is him coming back right. and then someone else getting the gauntlet having to undo what he did uh, yeah. like nebula it, oh, that was another thing I had too. Do you really think Nebula is going to be? Because I know in the comics she is, but do you really? She think, wills it and she goes insane from the power. Yeah. Of it. Do you? Th- yeah. Do you think she? They're going to make her? I don't feel like that's going to be their little way out. I, well, I know that there it's going to happen. Like they're obviously going to turn back time, but it's who's going to do, do it? Because she's the one that deserves it the most after all that Thanos has done to her. But is she a big enough character right now to where? everyone will be satisfied that it's her. You know what I mean? I think she got like a total of like 30 seconds of screen time in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so like... But between... I don't know. She's made a very big character turnaround with like minutes of screen time. Yeah, exactly. So I think they're just kind of prepping her to maybe be killed Mm -hmm. off. 
Maybe do it. Maybe sacrifice her life to kill Thanos. Yeah. Some, someone wants yeah. that. Someone wants that. I think like if, if they want to like give her give Thanos' death meaning, they definitely have to... Um, I think her her or like a revived Gamora killing him would probably do the trick. Do you think yeah. that Gamora... Yeah. Well, okay, we're talking a lot about Infinity War, but that's I know, that's what I was going to say. Let's, so circle let's, down, yeah. let's circle back around to Civil yeah. War. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Civil War. Um... I, like that's the thing is like Zemo is such a minor part in the play. I mean the play in the movie. No, he's not. He really, he really is. Like we like barely see him. Okay, he's not, the main catalyst. Though, not right? that he's a minor part, but I think the way that like they focus on so much stuff and then they kind of threw him in and then it's like bringing it back around. It's like oh yeah, I forgot he is like the bad guy. Of I the thought movie, it was you know really I mean? corny how like it's like Black Panther at the end walks up to him and he's like, so how do you feel failing? to like break up the Avengers and he turns to him and he says did I? and I was like oh well done <laughs> <laughs> very well written I, it just it wasn't my favorite I, I understand like the transition to it was that they're trying to go for you know not every bad guy is going to be out front conflict some mm-hmm. of it's going to be behind the scenes mm-hmm. Which but is it, what it, the, it doesn't translate to the screen well that's what the Mandarin would be if, yeah if they did it right um, and, I don't know to me Zemo like it, it like it doesn't hinder the movie just like um um, what's his name? The bad guy from Guardians One. Like he didn't hinder the movie all that much either. For oh. you know, Ronan. 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 Like he didn't. He wasn't an interesting or compelling villain, but he was. It's still a good movie. It held up because of the uh, aspects surrounding him. Mm-hmm. So like for me, like it was. Yeah, Zemo was like motives were questionable, um, but everything else around him was really done really well. Like every everything else. I'm not saying the movie wasn't great. The movie yeah. was a good movie. I just didn't care for it. How I thought I would. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it hyped up for me as much as everybody else. I know that everybody's like in love with it, but you know, like Guardians Two. Oh, that's another movie yeah. I don't talk about. <laughs> Guardians uh, is not that bad. It's, oh. No, it's not, okay. When we walked out of it, you were trashing it. I wasn't trashing it. I said it was a good movie, but I just said that it, I just wouldn't watch it again. No, I. It's not yeah. that it's a bad. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. watch it again at all. Okay, I have actually watched it again a couple times because it's on Netflix, and so like I yeah. put it on before I go to sleep. And the beginning of it like annoys me so much now. I don't just because I guess if I'm watching it over. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is so annoying. I don't know. I, I don't just like love. It. I, I say love like sarcastically. How um, how like just like the the plot jumps around so much, mm-hmm. and it's just like okay, I guess we're going in this direction now. And it was just like, come on. Mm-hmm. One thing I did like that they did in Guardians too was how they um. They kind of really like they didn't hammer home that romance between Peter and Gamora. Mm. They kind of like let it simmer, so that if like we do get a third one, which I think we are, like well, that'll probably be like the culmination of all that tension between them two. If she comes back, because she, yeah. she's or pre-snap, I guess, you know. I guess, I, guess, I guess we got that in Infinity War, but it was a little bit. Okay, yeah. that, a little. That, that, I feel like because well, it had been like what two years. That, that was okay, but that's the thing is like you like that's the thing with like doing that is like yeah, you can tell me it's been two years since Guardians two. But that doesn't change the fact that had like, it been two years. Well, I know so? that. Well, well, it's been like a, a time frame since like all, everybody. I thought. I thought it wasn't this in the, the future. The ends of Guardians Two was like directly after the events of Ragnarok. They coincided. In like the so, Guardians oh, Two maybe? ends Ragnarok. Guardians Two ends where Ragnarok ends. Is that what? I don't know. Not necessarily like immediately, but roughly. Roughly. Oh. Yeah. But, like, the thing with telling me, okay, it's been a year and a half or two years since um, Guardians 2, um, or whatever, like, whatever how long it's been, like, them, that whole romance angle, it just felt rushed. 
it felt really really rushed and it, it kind of like just, i thought it was well done i mean you know you have peter close so corny in every way possible mm. and then gamora who's like this elite warrior princess girl right she's basically one of the strongest like yeah. you know, females out there and then there we go. you have them like very slowly him very cornerly you know drawing her in with like the dancing in guardians one with the what's it called the cassette player the walking mm-hmm. that's what it is mm-hmm. um and then just that culminating into their 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 romance and it's, i don't feel like the romance is pressed it's very minor in my opinion whenever they do show it and then like that scene in guardians 2 where she's just like he's like i'm looking for my family and she's like i thought you found you had, it. had a family yeah that was a good like that's what i'm saying is that that was probably one of my favorite aspects of that movie was them too their dynamic mm-hmm. you don't think that she was like like her main part in the movie was basically just like for him to romance her you know no because they did they didn't like she, i think she was the main factor in drawing him back from yeah the hugo the living planet they her ego the living planet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't think they ever really romanced. Like I think they're like. Well, he's tr- he's tried. He to. tries to, yeah, that's, but that's they, but she doesn't give into it, which I think is really cool. At least not on camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On. <laughs> I mean, it's something that they're like a thing. You yeah, know? So because like, like you can't say they're not. A she thing. asks him I, to like kill her. To she asks him to yeah, kill like her. Like holding so. hands and kissing in Infinity War and stuff. Yeah, so something in, happened in Infinity yeah, War. Thing. That's what I'm saying. Is like it's just it feel it felt rushed because we didn't it, you can tell me that they're a thing off camera but they're like i haven't seen it so in order for like that's like the whole like this is a great discussion mm-hmm. on the civil war <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> okay so what about our number three is black panther oh black panther is my number two so oh what's your number three? Oh, civil war civil war my number three is black panther what's your number three again my number three mm-hmm. still ragnarok, ragnarok. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay about. so your number two is infinity war yeah okay let's talk well we'll talk about black panther it's just my number three your number three about Black Panther. Black Panther was really good. Yeah. Uh, so good. I, I, that, in my opinion, Michael B. Jordan played a great villain. Great villain. One of the... F- number two. Mm-hmm. Right next to Loki. Yeah, one of the... What about f- Thanos? Uh, you don't think Thanos is number one? No. Not quite. No. Solid I think, three. I think Thanos is number one. You think so? I think in he's terms the, of, I think he's the best villain in terms of just like straight up like villainy. Like he's okay, like a straight yes. up. Well, he, if that's bad. your well, only way on a, that scale, he's a bad man. Absolutely. Well, he's yeah, he's man. one of the worst ones. But what about like motive wise? Motive wise, motive wise, Killmonger's my number one. Yeah, I think he has the best motive. Wise, I was just weighing mo- everything. Killmonger's motive it was like so deeply rooted, and it made so much sense. It made sense. Mm-hmm. It made so much sense that like. If that's what we're talking about, then yeah, of course he's number one. Like, yep. there's not even a competition. Um, but other than that, like Black Panther, like I think the characters in Black Panther were all so likable and so well-rounded and just so like diverse in terms of who what made them them. Like you had Okoye, Okoye, who like her her thing was her loyalty to Wakanda to Wakanda. And at the end, whenever mm-hmm. she's like, uh, oh. that like, same as Grace, she's like, Would you really kill me, my love? And then she's like, For Wakanda, for Wakanda, without, without question. A question, yeah. There. And that this that that's so powerful because it's it's very empowering. Did you, you see so much, um, the hero characters giving in to like their personal whims and everything, yeah, coming back to emotion. Infinity War? Oh, god, it's very yeah, emotional, well, yeah. They're a lot of them are driven by emotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, that's the thing that drives them. And- like literally, um, Okoye's like that, like what she does in in Black Panther is 
the exact opposite of what every Scarlet Witch does yeah. and every other character does in Infinity War, which we, which like, it's just a breath of fresh air to see that in a movie. Because you don't expect it at this point, you just expect to see the cliches. Yeah. And the same thing applies to um, what's um, the other, um, it's Okoye, and then who's the other girl? Oh, uh, Nakia, Nakia. Nakia. Um, same thing with her because she's like, like it's. It's uh, it's T'Challa that wants her to stay, and she's like, "Nah, I gotta go do my thing. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta go give back." And again, like, same thing. It's like she's not giving into her romance, her love. Yep. She's giving into what she wants and her personal desires, and going out and doing her thing, which doing is doing the outsourcing, you know, yeah. doing the outreach with other countries. But uh, her struggle finally came through in the end, where they finally opened up the they opened the up doors, doors of Wakanda. Yeah. It's like fine. So then they combine that. So then T'Challa can keep with uh, Nakia and then she can still do her thing. Yeah. yeah. I just think it was so grounded. Like the story was so grounded and so just close to home. Well, but it, it, I liked it because it wasn't, it was a story. Yeah. It wasn't so it was, much story, fight, 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 story. I, I also think that it could stand on its own within, like, you didn't need to really know any other Marvel movie to watch Black Panther. Yep, you didn't, they yeah. Attract, that's how they attracted everybody, and, you know, and they was this big... Thing, a big event and I think that they did that well is making it very universal not like oh man I didn't see these other movies so can I really go see Black Panther like yeah you could go see Black Panther because it was this story on its own you know that's what I was telling people people were like oh you know I really haven't seen any of the other movies in MCU I was like eh, go see Black, Black Panther Black Panther's the one if you want to see a movie that's going to get you into it see that movie it's a good movie this is really well done everything about that movie was well done to me and yeah I just like, I think that was just the MCU at its finest, like, to me, in my opinion. But, um, we can move on to our number ones. Number two. Oh, that was my number two. Okay. So, your number two. Was Infinity War. Yeah. But we've talked a lot about that. Uh, yeah. I, talk, I can talk about plot inconsistencies. <laughs> yeah. But, like, like Will said, like, that movie didn't give me enough time to register. Like, yeah. like, we're... Where like Civil War gave me enough time to like see the the inconsistencies in the plots, like Infinity War, I'm not realizing it until I'm sitting in the lobby and I'm like, wait a second, that didn't make too much sense there. Mm. Well, yeah, that's that's, well, yeah. Remember, that's what we did when we were like, oh well, wait, I guess that could have happened, you know? Like the whole taking off the glove scene. Oh gosh. <laughs> that, that was, was just that was just something happening for the sake of for a plot. moving the plot. Yeah. yeah, moving the plot ahead. You're not gonna end a movie right there. Mm-hmm. I think my thing with Infinity War. I liked it and I enjoyed it and I think it's a good movie and it was a good event and it was fun. My thing is just kind of like the ending and a lot of people tell me, oh, you just don't like the ending because it was the bad guys that won. And I was like, no, I'm fine with the bad guys winning. I don't care. I was really mentally prepared for someone, people to die. Like, I didn't care. I just think the ending was kind of just like we built up all this time just to kind of have this. It's like build up to a build up because you know that part two that they're going to have is it's gonna, gonna be the it's gonna movie, crash down. You know? yeah. That's I guess what like my thing was, and I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. I think I enjoyed myself. You know, I had fun. That's, like what I was saying was that in order to form an accurate opinion on Infinity War, I have to see both halves mm-hmm. of the movie. Exactly. What's the second? Oh, we don't even know the title. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, it was, that was my big problem with it. Was just it just felt like an incomplete narrative. Um, which I I thought like okay like if if they were to move forward with the whole Infinity War Part One and Part Two, 
I'll be like, okay. Yes, that's the I, biggest thing. I do. understand that, but they told us no, we're not doing that. We're like, they're two separate movies. And yep. Infinity War, it's not Infinity War Part One and Part Two. It's Infinity War, and then this other movie. This so other you're movie. Thinking it's the entire whole time, own entity. It's yep. own entity, and like, oh, is Thanos gonna really die in this movie? Like, how can he die after one? Like, that's supposed to be this big bad. And it's like you go in, it's like, no, this is a Part One and a Part Two, and you know it is. They're just not gonna say Part One and Part Two. I think. Like, I think I think calling it part one, part two is a little too obvious as to mm-hmm. what would happen. Exactly. Other than trying to cover, maybe maybe trying to cover that up a little bit by saying, eh, you know, different movies, separate mm-hmm. movies, yeah. and then seeing how they're going to approach that is interesting. Yeah. Will be interesting. Yeah. See if I like it or not. Yeah. We will see. We will see with part two. But our number ones. So me and Nick have the same one: in Winter Soldier. I asked my number two. You have Winter Soldier is your number two? Yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier is my number two. All right, let's talk about Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. I loved it. It was yeah. such a so, great movie. And this is what I say all the time, and like, is that it's not so much, it is a comic book movie, a comic book movie but it's also just this like political thriller. Yeah, exactly. a comic book movie, and that's how like you need these movies to stay relevant and not be so superhero fatigue is that they need to be their own different movies. Because superhero movies as a genre are already so oversaturated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, need to, and, you need the ones that are going to set them apart. Just like how they were going to do mutants and it's like a horror movie. They're different genres within their genre. Not all of them mash up as well. Yeah. But some of them do. Like Cap 2 is a good comic book movie with espionage elements of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just the suit in that movie was a breath of relief after seeing compared to I, I, I the first Avenger. I hate every red, white, and blue scheme that they put on him. And I just, just it's it's basic. very hokey. Like it's very like even like the good even the good red, white, and blue ones. No, can't do it. I don't like them. It just doesn't work now. Like no. n- now in the in the days of like brooding, dark. Yeah, like, it, it was just, like a, it, it, the Cap Two suit looked like a stealth suit. That would have worked in like all blue. Yeah, with white accents. Yeah, looked great. I think I'll also never forget the feeling when watching that movie and then seeing like the Winter Soldier and seeing Bucky and you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm pretty sure like in the comic books like everybody knows who it is and stuff. But yeah. I'll never forget like just sitting there and be like, oh my gosh, and just like mind blown at the fact that it was a cool movie because you have like Golden Boy Cap, right? His world is literally crashing down. Mm-hmm. What is he gonna do? And then of course, you know, you have Natasha Romanoff coming in and you know that movie was equally hers as it was his yeah. and then it was just a, it was good to see a duo that you really wouldn't expect to see so much on screen and then the addition of sam wilson who's another he's a great superhero in the movie even he doesn't get as much screen time as i think he I should think yeah he's a good he's witty i think them them meeting at the beginning is really is one is a, really, a really fun yeah. scene yeah um, yeah, I think just everything about that movie lands. The action, the comedy. And then you really um, get a sense of how old Cap is when his little notebook where yeah. he has all these like old, old, old. <laughs> one of the things is like Star Wars and it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, you should watch episodes one, two, and three. Tell me what you think of Mace Windu. Tell me if he looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like, it's the weird meta, you know? Yeah. Because they reference that stuff and it's like, you know... <laughs> Guys, that movie was just fun to watch. It was just yeah. I, it, I just 
I don't know how else to describe it. Just by I like it. It's, it's just good. a good movie. I enjoy watching it every single time. I don't think I get tired of watching it. The Fall of Shield, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it was a good little. Yeah. I don't even care. Like they, they, they kind of have their own series, like Agents of Shield and everything. But like, it's all right. It's good. Like if you want to watch a series on TV, I wouldn't steer you away from that. But I mean, Agents of Shield. Yeah. Well, I'm never. Something we forgot to talk about in Infinity War is what did you guys think of Red Skull? Oh, still on the subject of Captain America, though. I feel like that was just a like a knot they had to tie, you know? Yeah, yeah, he still had um, like another movie in his contract. That was the movie, I think. Well, I think you think that maybe he had an extra movie in his contract, but he said after the first cap that he was done with full face prosthetics. That wasn't even, um, oh, he didn't, did he not like it? that, That. the face prosthetics? Mm-hmm. Probably not. You hear people all the time talking about how they hate the prosthetics because they have to mm-hmm. sit there and it's It looks hot. uncomfortable. Yeah. But uh, that wasn't even um, Hugo Weaving. Did you know that? It wasn't? No. That was, um, you know Aaron from The Walking Dead? I don't think so. Okay. Well, he's a character on The Walking Dead. I don't know his name. And he did Red School? Yeah, that was, that was him. Wow. I didn't know that. That wasn't even Hugo Weaving. Crazy, right? Good job. He did a good. He did a good job, then. I didn't know the difference, so I saw the credits. That's probably why they had the hood on him. Yeah, maybe. Um, It's that shield bat. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like you guys catch up on Walking Dead. He's a character named Aaron. That was him. Aaron, keep that. Keep keep an eye out for him. (sighs) Don't don't even bother. I heard heard, heard, on the Walking Dead. I heard it sucks. Don't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. Jump shift to Fear the Walking Dead. No, that's that's the better show now. I'm how many seasons in invested, and I still got three episodes sitting on my DVR, even though it's like this season ended like a few months ago. <laughs> that's, that's how, how uninvested that's how you know I am. Yeah. I just can't get past season five. In the middle of season five, I really just can't. It's hard. Rest in peace, The Walking Dead. Yes. Um, sucks. You will be missed. But um, yeah. Anyways, Winter Soldier. What did you have it? Oh, my number one was Guardians. And I'm number four. So yeah. let's talk about Guardians. Cause I talk about Guardians. I, I like Guardians. Because I love Guardians. Guardians was like left field. That was like the one It movie. was a left field movie. That was their like, that was a big, another risk that yeah. they, because no one knew really about the Guardians. They weren't a profitable. I didn't know about Guardians. Yeah. I didn't, I had no idea who they yeah. were. Until they announced Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, who's Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm-hmm. Tell you, like, walking out of that, I was like, dude, like, that was a cool, it was just. It was an. End to end, it was just a great. It was a weird team up. Yeah. yeah, it was a good team up. It, they were so great, and they were so different from what we were already used to in mm. the Marvel movies. It was just just they a different were traditional movie. hero. Some of them were but, thieves. Yeah, the daughters of the galaxy's yeah. biggest evil doer. Thanos. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. scavenger raccoons, <laughs> talking trees. Yeah, I think I just liked how they all had their thing. You know, like that mm-hmm. they were dealing with. They all had baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Groot, because he's just a tree, I guess. Like <laughs> he's just along for the ride. <laughs> he's, just, he's just there. But um, you know, uh, Rocket had his like that his battle with like his humanity. Yeah, his being, issues of yeah. Yeah, that scene where he shows like his back. Yeah, oh. his, 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 his all cybernetic. Yeah, uh, and then like uh, Gamora, obviously with her father and mm-hmm. dealing with that. Peter with his mother mm-hmm. dealing with that. Was mother and his trash scavenger and his evil raider. Like family, yeah. Oh yeah, family. like this family adopted family. family. Yeah. 
And I may not be your father, but I'm your daddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, another one of the cool parts of Guardians too was that whole uh, that whole yeah. thing with him. Oh, him Peter. like his like redemption in the a, end. A Mary Poppins, man. I'm that Mary was Poppins, it was yeah. that was the highlight of that movie for me. It was just the the interaction between them. Yeah, him dealing with, you know, he he's I'm he's I'm not his like biological father, but like he's still. My you son. know, you mm-hmm. see, like, it's crew thinking that he's soft because he always goes easy on him. Yeah. It's like, you know, he has a soft spot for him. It's that whole idea of, like, um, there's a difference between being a father and being a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you may not be, just because your blood doesn't make you family. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think they did that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Guardians won. Um, that is so funny. Apart from the villain, Ronan, who is yeah. super boring. Super. I, did, I don't even think he had that much screen. Time. Generic. Yeah, he just, he I mean, he was just, exactly. He was just a generic bad guy. Yeah. He was just. He was just my, like my objective is to obtain A. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, of course I fail in that. Okay. Yeah, but he it worked well for the movie's premise. He's just a bro. Yeah. He's just a bro trying to get things, and that doesn't. It's just boring. But yeah. other than that, the rest of the cast was super fun. Mm-hmm. You got to see Thanos a little bit more, yeah. which is another cool part of it. John C. Riley with his pink alien. John oh, yeah. C. Riley. <laughs> yeah. oh. Just the casting was perfect yeah. in that movie. And Batista as Drax, hilarious. Like, oh, good I had no, I had, okay, yeah, I, I had, had such problems with Drax, the comic book character, and Drax, the MCU character. And it finally, like months after I saw Guardians 2, I was like, you know what? That's just the character he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He may not be the Thanos destroyer that I want him to be. Oh yeah, but he serves his comic relief well. I think they may not not so much dumbed him down, but just like because in the beginning, like yeah, he has his motives, you know, of why he wants to kill Thanos, and then he was like, oh, comic relief in, within the first movie. But then I think once he got to the second movie, he was just kind of got a little like dumber. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a thing that I you build up in the first first Guardians. This whole, you know, oh, I'm going with you because, you know, Thanos and mm-hmm. he killed my half my planet and my wife and my daughter. And then you get to Guardians 2 and it's just like, wait, why is he here again? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Guardians 3 where he's like, ha ha ha, angel pirate, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, finally he sees Thanos. He's like, oh, this is for my wife and daughter. It's like, oh, now you care? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right, we got to get back to that now. Yeah. Like that, uh-huh. that, that was a thing. It's like, it's like a sloppy writing. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I forgot. He does have a motivation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was kind of just like, I felt like thrown in there and you're like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, does, he does have family that, which like, honestly, like, ha- like not having family that died is like, like, I don't think you can be part of the mcu without that like, yeah. mm-hmm. someone in your yeah. in your immediate or very close like family or friends had to have died in order <laughs> to be a character of importance <laughs> what you're saying. like name one that doesn't i was, I was trying to think i don't know probably i guess i guess, yeah. I guess yeah, so yeah. That's the mn like i mean he just doesn't really have his daughter it's paul rudd yeah that's it's still family stuff though yeah you know? i loved ant-man i almost as a movie yeah i loved it, it. felt inconsequential as a whole not that it wasn't a good movie. It mm-hmm. just overall it didn't feel another boring villain too. Another <laughs> yeah, boring. exactly. Honestly, yeah. yeah. That was the whole. That's 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 Marvel's like thing. Their flaws, their villains. I mean, out of all the movies and all I think the phases, ev- superhero movies in general, the flaws always yeah. been wrong. It's hard to make it's, a good villain. Mm-hmm. Like that good. translates well to the screen. Uh huh. Like good because a lot of times, I mean, it's like in comic books, they're like that too. Where like they're just like, oh, I gotta get this thing. 
Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, really the purpose of the villain is only to be in opposition to them. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like the thing with like when you get a good one is like it just makes the movie like like you just think of it like the Dark Knight, right? Yeah, that's all I could think about in my it, head. It's just like that's like the like prime example of what a good villain can do to a movie. So like Joker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because especially when I think back about the Dark Knight, like the first thing that always comes to my head is Joker more than so than Batman, even though it is Batman's movie. Yeah, great job. I whenever I think of that trilogy, the same thing. Mm-hmm. The villain, the villains always come to mind in that. Always, primarily. yeah. Another another reason they're not they're movies that just happen to have a superhero in them. Yeah, and that's what they do very well in those movies. Which one, Batman? The, tr- yeah. the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, Nolan trilogy. All um, very good. Mm-hmm. Back to Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was a, I if as a movie, I felt there was a way to. Again, like resolve a, a to bring in a plot line for an Infinity Stone, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a good way to do it. It made the Guardians important in some way. Yeah, you know they're exposed to an Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, now it makes sense in the grand scheme of things. Which like is another thing like to keep in mind with these movies too is like at the end of the day they all have to tie in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it is a little restrictive, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's th- cool. It's cool to see, but so, yeah, we do lose a little. You with lose each movie. character development on mm-hmm. characters because in a movies you gotta in like a series of movies you have one plot line that you have to follow. Mm-hmm. You don't have all the space or the money or the resources to start breaking off and say, oh, you know, like. We really want to explore this little tiny series of mm-hmm. comic books that no one really knows about, right? Mm-hmm. And make a character off of this. And it's just like, yeah, but how does that tie into the big line of it? Mm-hmm. And that's always going to be something. That's why we're never getting a Moon Knight movie, you know? <laughs> Which or why sucks. We're, we're never going to get a, a world or a, um, a, a um, Planet Hulk movie. Squirrel Girl. Yeah, Squirrel another, Girl. Another mm-hmm. big one. I heard them talking about uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel would be cool. Yeah. As a movie? As a movie, yeah. I think that'd be really fun. It should be better. Than It'd be representation mm-hmm. for yeah, middle, it'll be middle, great representation. Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. But I just think as a character, I think it has more potential as a as a series. As a Netflix series. Yeah. I I, 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 I agree great, I agree with that. I think it'd be a great, great like potential. I think it'd be a great coming of age like Netflix yeah. type thing. But I think they could do that in a movie too. I yeah. think they're waiting for really developing any more shows because Disney's going to have their streaming service soon. So and they're not really going to put anything else Don't on even Netflix. Get me started on that. <laughs> on the so like I they're obviously waiting for what they're going to announce and what they're going to develop because it's obviously going to go into their streaming service. So I don't think really. So can. you had if you had to get one, are you getting? Um, all right, actually, since it's Disney, obviously you get Disney. But DC is doing their streaming service. I'm too. so pumped for that Young Justice. If you want to talk to me about better movies, you got Marvel. You oh. want better, better shows, DC. Yeah. DC, DC TV has, has mm-hmm. way better shows. Way better. But, except for like some some uh, some aspects of some of the shows. Like, okay, like that Green Arrow, like yeah, what yeah. season was it that those two seasons were pretty... I don't know or like what. Flash, always asking like, "How do I beat so and so?" It's like, "What's your only power?" Go fast. Yeah. <laughs> so do it. I did not. Oh my god. Gotta go I fast. Yeah. But, Supergirl, I think is the better of those four. Is no it one talks good? about Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow is good. I good I heard Legends of Tomorrow is good, and my sister really wanted to watch it, but then she was like talking about it with one of her friends, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't even bother. Like, it's not that good." And I was like, "I heard it was pretty good." 
let me tell you, like, the highlight of all those shows is that they tie in the multiverse aspect of DC mm-hmm. and the team-up aspect of DC. Even though they're not main, like, you know, you think DC, you think Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, right? Things like mm-hmm. that. You don't think Supergirl, Green Arrow, like, that kind of stuff, you know? You just, think yeah. But they team up very well. On their crossovers, their crossovers are, are great. great. Yeah. Yeah. Like they did a, the four part uh, crossover. Yeah, with the Nazis. That and was I love yeah, that, that was great. Line. Yeah, that was super cool. But um, and you and I think it was good because I, you still had to watch all four episodes, but you didn't really need to know all of each story. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. I never watched. I watched Supergirl right, mm-hmm. like regularly, but I don't watch the Flash, Green Arrow, or Legend of Tomorrow. But I still recorded those four parts, and it. At the very least, it draws interest into those other mm-hmm. shows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think Marvel could take a little, a little uh, hint from those kind of shows how but, to how to do a good like superhero TV show. But I also don't think I but I don't think that D- DC needs to take a hint from Marvel any more than they already have for movies. For movies, because DC is failing at their movie industry because they're trying to be too much like marvel they're trying too hard to have this universe which they're not taking any time to develop which is their problem or they hint at this development and then and then they make it super shoddy or they just just, honestly they've also they've also been a victim of just bad casting too like uninterested cast yes like you know how much drama you hear about ben affleck oh trying to have a cool way to segue out of yeah yeah not just that but like also, just like the Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, is it Gal Gadot? She did a great Gadot. job. As oh Gadot. yeah, that was the that was the one. Gal Gadot was the or Wonder Woman was the one bright she's spot. She's the shining. She's the shining light of the of the, DC. of the DCEU uh, DC right now. Um, but other than that, like everyone else is just kind of really forgettable. Forget forgettable. Like, I, I like Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, except I, for Batman. him, but he just hasn't. But he done, doesn't want to be it. Just, he just he, hasn't done anything. Like he hasn't been in a good movie. Is what it is, and that's why he doesn't want to be batman anymore is because he's tired of the criticism that all these movies are getting it's not that he's getting criticism it's the movies that he's in Possibly. which sucks i mean i don't know i did not care for it although if you're gonna recast i just want to put my my two cents on uh john ham as a uh, as batman uh, as batman john ham would make him. a killer he's, batman he's great and he was great in big driver I even really liked him in uh, Mad Men. Yeah, that's what I was wow. going to say. I love Mad Men. So if you want to see, like, prime John Hamm, watch yeah, Mad Men. Yeah, watch Mad Men. That show's good. I Mad mean, Man. it's not for everybody because it's really slow, period. But if you get into that, it's amazing. All right. Um, back to <laughs> back to our subject matter. Back to our subject matter. <laughs> I think that's it, though, right? Yeah. We, co- we covered it. Everyone's, everyone's five. Uh, any honorable mentions? Anybody? Honorable mention. Infinity. Yeah, that weren't on my list. Infinity War for me. Black Panther. Yeah. Infinity War. I want to go see it again. I do. I think I think its rewatchability is probably really in good. Theater, it's very long. I say max out it twice. Yeah. I, I couldn't go a third time. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, if I sit through this, not that I don't like the movie, she's like, I know everything now. It's very long. Too. Yeah. And, and there's not because it's like heading towards the end of a phase, mm-hmm. right? Infinity War is supposed to tie up. Like uh, laces that aren't that aren't you know that are coming to a close. Yeah. You have a like. There's not going to be a lot of like cameos or like references because mm-hmm. they're trying to close all that up because the end of the phase is in like what four more movies. Mm-hmm. 
So what's the purpose of putting those things in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. So before we go, uh, moving on to phase four, uh, name one movie you'd like to see done in phase four that, other than Captain Marvel, which is the one that's been announced. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a hero, maybe a plot line from a hero we already have that you'd like to see turned into a movie from the comics or something. Um, that Hail Hydra series with Captain America being a Hydra. Oh, oh like him going heel. They're like, never going to cool. do that. Not, heel. Did, They're never going to do that. No one would expect that because, you know, Cap is the MCU's golden boy. Oh, who do that you would th- be such an epic hey, turnaround. Bro. Who just, do you think is going to replace captain america in because chris evans isn't gonna come back i mean maybe, he doesn't he really doesn't want to they oh, you really think if they say here's a five movie contract you think then like, well he does it because he wants to direct right, you know what be, i mean he, could, he wants to do his directing he could legit like be a billionaire if he really wanted to like just take i know the, he's really if he take all the monies that marvel's offering he him. plays the character well and it's like if they're not if they're not forcing you out then don't leave you right. know but he says he doesn't want to be forced out, but you know, don't take a premature exit just because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. You want to direct? I mean, wait it out and then do directing once your time's up in MCU, which is not. But... What is he? Like what? In his thirties? Mm-hmm. Not time. Yeah. Is he direct? Look at um, what's his name? Not Spielberg, but who's the other guy? The alien? Oh, um, it, it, Ridley. The, uh, yeah, no, no uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna die soon. But <laughs> that's beside the point. Yeah. So go. Uh, aren't they gonna do like the whole? No, one you want, not one that's already been announced. That's what I was gonna ask. Are they? Oh. Did they announce that they're gonna do like the celestials and stuff like that? No. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool. Seem like, cause aren't they like the, like the four, like the ancient, like isn't that the, the celestials? Yeah. They're like, oh yeah. Don't you try to get a reference on the Celestials and Guardians of the Galaxy because there's nowhere like the head of one? Yeah. I think so. And I think, I'm pretty sure yeah. like nowhere like the like head. That's how they kind of like sprinkled yeah. them a little bit. Yeah. You get the head and so that you know they're there somewhere but yeah. you don't know where. Oh, another thing I'd like to see. The Cosmic Cube. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Cubes are another big thing. Like that series that I was talking about on YouTube that I don't know the <laughs> the channel name. Um. They were talking about like the mo- like the powerfulest like weapons and like Infinity Gauntlet was like number two, next to like Cosmic Cubes just because of the accessibility. Like anybody can use a Cosmic Cube, but not everybody can use an Infinity Gauntlet. You're not thinking of Am I? I don't know. I, I watch. It's one dude. Uh, I don't remember. Cosmic Cubes. No, the like. No. I, I watched one of the videos. The channel. It was like, oh. Oh, like so the top like, um, important or not important, strongest. Like, um, Maybe it was that video. Okay. But it was just one dude talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's one dude talking yeah. about it. And it goes through the list like 10, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a minute. What about you, Will? For me, it's easy. I just want to see Fantastic Four done right. Hey, are you on that John Krasinski as hype as, as what? As, as Mr. Mr. Fantastic? Fantastic? I could see it. I can see it too. <laughs> like he just got to dye his hair, well. slick it back. I think especially with the success of Pfeiffer, probably they're gonna try to bring in as much as they can. But so Disney doesn't isn't really for sure 
acquiring the rights of Fox because Comcast is trying to bid them out with all cash instead of like Disney's trying to give them cash and stock. Comcast is trying to give them just all of Who's it? billion cash. Comcast is a much larger company than I realized. Like mm-hmm. they're one of like the, the five very big. five giants. And so they're just waiting to see if like they can it would then not, not be considered a monopoly to purchase Disney and that's like in what June when they're doing the new hearing or whatever. I don't think we probably won't get it in time for phase four, but no, a man can dream. You won't. With all like yeah. the the monetary and Too the many legal politics. dispositions having to go on, but if you if you see like Disney's very big, so I'm pretty sure if Disney wanted the properties as much as they say they want them, they could get them. They can get them. Yeah. They could get them. Dude, if they get that, it's over. Like rest in peace, everyone. And like all they had to do to counter that whole like monopoly thing it's just saying like we just want our intellectual properties back they're just gonna Marvel. have fox run on its own and just incorporate like what they want yeah. in like fox is still fox but yeah we just want our they're the main purpose of buying it was just so they can get the property exactly yeah, which is the big payoff in the end they're gonna make a bunch of money on it they do but then do you think that it's just gonna get too crowded with like uh, we're gonna ever get another two movie then you're gonna have like the Fantastic Four. I think I see now. I see superhero movies becoming completely oversaturated to the point of irrelevance in the next 15, 15 20 years. Oh, yeah. We're already getting how many like Marvel movies a year? Three? Some years you get four. Yeah, DC movies and Fox. Like we have what this year? Aquaman, Infinity War, um, Ant Man. Coming out this year? Yeah. I forgot about Aquaman. Cool. Is that still coming out? Yeah, it's set. James Wan. No one cares. No one cares about Aquaman. But now not gonna... With with how bad Justice League did, Gosh, it's they... just dropped off. It wasn't like that's the thing. It's like I, I, that's the thing that sucks about Justice League is that it wasn't awful, but it wasn't. It just it's just super underwhelming. It, I thought it was awesome. The villain was like, eh. Huh? The villain was like, eh. Oh, that's the, the CGI what? mustache. Oh, so you can say God. like. You know, it's not that big. It doesn't take away from the overall movie, but it's like it's it's such a significant. It's just it's just an underwhelming movie. Or even him in the beginning, Henry Cavill in the beginning, that just looks weird. And then not to mention all the bits in the trailer that weren't in the movie. That's Zack Snyder's part. That's that's Zack Snyder's. Like there was a whole rant I read on Reddit about how like Joss Whedon just went in there to butcher the movie. That was his only purpose. Uh, <laughs> so Sabotage, but I'm like, come on. No, I don't think because he was his name. His his name's on that. No, not really. But everyone knows. Everyone knows his name's on it, though. But he was tied to um the background movie. I don't think they got canceled. Well, yeah, he's like dropped off out of that. But I think they did that because of the whole allegations against him, like his his ex-wife coming up. You really think that he's a perfect candidate to make a female 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 movie? Which they have. A ton of choices of female directors that they can choose from. They just don't want to give them or female writers. Think that. They're about a Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, um, I don't want to partake in another movie unless his um like. Yeah, his female, female, female yeah. co-stars get equal pay. pay. Yeah. Good for him. And then his like production company is like majority female led. It's like that's taking a step forward right there. And the whole thing about what are the inclusion writers that they're trying to get in part of the. Oh, uh, you're talking about the companies that have, like, uh, inclusion policies? Yeah. Or, like, like, you know, Francis McDormand, how she came out on the Oscars and was, like, where they, like, make sure that, like, disabilities and other, like... Or 
are well represented yeah. in Hollywood. Uh, you know, Hollywood's been ran by old white men. men for just long? men. Mm-hmm. Old white men. All right. Um, so we'll call it there. That was very, it was very good. It was very lengthy. It's a good talk. Nick, it's good having you on. Yeah, Thanks. That was Thanks great. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, from Will and. And yeah, me, Kayla. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, bye.